When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, beautiful mama. Welcome back. I think that there are some amazing things going on in this world at the moment. And so often I hear and see women feeling a greater need to want to make a difference in this world. There's something about motherhood. When you become a mother and you see the world that your child is inheriting, you want to do something different. You want to make a difference. I've seen so many women over the years change the way they eat, change the products in their home, connect with causes that they've never thought of before. Something inside them stirs because suddenly they can see that they are creating a world for their children. And so there's this beautiful drive that we can have that we want to do more. But how do we do that? when the reality is we've still got little ones, we're still trying to juggle school drop-off or nappies or whatever it is that we've got going on. When there is a call to do something more and you want to make a difference in this world, how do you do that as a mama? Christy Fox is a amazing reminder that we can all do small things to help change this world that our children will inherit. In this conversation, Christy shares how she started to connect to something so much bigger when she was pregnant with her first daughter. Since then, she's gone on to co-found an amazing organization called She The Change. She is so passionate about gender equality and helping women and mamas all over the world. But in this conversation, we also talk about the responsibility of us as mamas to raise compassionate children and to be role models of self-care and compassion towards ourselves and others. It's a beautiful and inspiring conversation. I hope you enjoy it. This is the Happy Mama Movement with your host, Amy taylor Cabaz, author, mama to three and editor of the Happy Mama magazine. In my mamahood journey, I have gone from an overachieving, addicted to busyness superwoman to finally slowing down, simplifying and realizing that being a mama is the greatest self-development teacher in the world. And after more than 15 years covering breaking news, I've swapped current affairs to inspiration and now bring you the best I can find every week to help us feel more connected as women as we raise our families. Because when we come together, amazing things happen. 
So welcome to the movement. Thanks so much, Christy, for joining me on this podcast. I am really excited to hear your story. I feel like by the end of this half hour conversation, I'm going to want to do even more in this world (laughs) to make positive change. I just know that that's the type of woman you're going to be when I speak to you. So let's start with how you have come to a place where you are really passionate and with two other women are trying to make big change in this world. Did it start with motherhood? I think um, motherhood had a significant impact on me and the change maker journey, I suppose you would say. I've always been interested in making a difference. Like I've always just felt this inner drive or, or compulsion, I suppose, to leave the world a better place. But it wasn't until I was pregnant with my first daughter, Lila, and I was reading the book, Half the Sky. Uh, it's just an incredible book. I'm not sure if you've read it, Amy. But no. Yeah, it's, it's just the most incredible book. It, it talks about all of the, I suppose, gender issues and inequality that's facing women around the globe. Um, and it, it's just so eye-opening and... Um, heartbreaking and inspiring all at the same time. Uh, I I considered myself a person, I suppose, who knew a little bit about some of those global issues that are affecting women. I'd studied development studies at university. I'd worked in the community sector. I'd worked for World Vision. But reading this book for me just really shifted something in my heart. And I think being pregnant at the time with my baby girl I couldn't reconcile how I could bring my daughter into the world when I live in such a blessed and and, um, prosperous environment, how other women across the other side of the world had such a different story and such a vastly different circumstances to bring their babies into the world. So it just really, really, I guess, wrenched at my, my heart. So reading it, I guess, is kind of where... Um, she the change as an organization ultimately started. Mm, it happens a lot, doesn't it? That when we become mothers, of course, we connect to a different sense of the world. But I also think it's the beautiful transformation and empowerment that, okay. I can do something about this, even if it's really small. I think so many women I've spoken to over the years, they might not feel like they can create their own charity or organization, but they can just make a little bit of difference in their own world. There's something beautiful that happens to a woman when those first babies come along, isn't there? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, that's our key message, I suppose, is that all of us can make a difference in a, in a small way. I remember like the exact moment um, for me where it just clicked and, and I was pregnant. I was sitting in a, um, a movie at the cinemas with my husband and I just had this urge. I'm like, I've got to just get out of here for a moment. I've just got to, um, you know, after reading the book, I was just so moved and and I, I, I just had to do something. So I came up with this idea with some of my girlfriends who had also read the book 
we decided that we'd just do something super simple, create a six kilometre walk, which is what we'd read about in the book is six kilometres is the average distance that women in developing countries have to walk each day to collect their water and we thought hey we'll do a 6k walk in solidarity with these women and maybe just raise a little bit of awareness about water and women around the world and and perhaps a little bit of money so for us you know it started with something so small and I think that's kind of you know the best place for all of us to start Mm. and so you went on to have two more children and this passion and this drive has continued. You've created She the Change and you've done so much. But how have you been able to do that while raising your children? Because I know for myself, I have these burning desires to make a big difference in the world. And I know a lot of us do. We we see so much injustice and we want the world to be better for our children. But the day-to-day reality of what we do is enormous. So how have you been able to manage this over the last few years of hearing that passion and that calling from within you and still being able to be the mother, the wife, the friend, all of those things? I think it's really important and this is something that I've done is just to set my own pace So um, for me, I was, you know, blessed to be able to stay at home with my children and for the most part um, I do a little bit of work from home. I'm a graphic designer, so I guess I can fit those things in um, around my family. Um, Having said that, it it isn't easy uh, all of the time. as you would know and your listeners would know, the juggle is is at times really, really challenging. Um, but, yeah, for me it's about pace. So I would be able to sit with a laptop on my lap when I was feeding my babies or when they would have nap time or when they go to bed I would try and, and fit in some time. A lot of the work that we do is sitting at the computer, which is great. So we run a lot of social campaigns. So I'm able to do that in my own pace and at my own speed. And I guess it's just been important for all of us, the three of us that run She The Change, we're all mothers, is, um, yeah, not to put any um, pressure on ourselves that we don't need to. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, just taking it easy. I suppose. Yes, and going at a pace, well, accepting the pace that you can manage right now. I think that's the thing. We, before children, were able to achieve so much and have big visions and get things done at such a faster pace. But along come children and all of that that is required from us each day. And we have to accept a different pace. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's times, I, I mean, I don't. It, it's hard to accept that pace. I mean, I get frustrated mm. um, a lot and I think that's just a personality thing for me. Um, but, yeah, it is, it's a, it is a beautiful learning journey at the same time. So what does She the Change do now? Um, we exist largely in, in the social world, so through our social media channels we 
try to highlight certain issues that are affecting women around the world. We shine a spotlight on, on the plight of women. Um, but we also encourage and challenge women just like us and really show them how they can make simple changes in the world. We have a ethical t-shirt line that helps support us. So ethical fashion is something that we're really, really passionate about um, because one in six people around the world work in the clothing industry and a lot of those are women and and even children. So um, making sure that those workers get a fair wage and are treated fairly is something that's really important to us. And I think it's a real change that we can make as women and mothers. It's kind of a really simple change that we can make to think about where our clothing comes from. So we have some uh, ethical shirts that we sell uh, and we often will support different charities through those T-shirts. And then we hold events as well. Um, we were talking before, we've got our big event coming up in less than four weeks' time now. It's called She the Change Rally. And that's just an opportunity for women to come together. Um, and, and we've got, you know, quite a number of different women with, with different stories to come along and, and inspire the women and tell their stories and really just, I guess, get the message out there that all of us have the capacity to make a difference in the world. So, yeah, that's, that's what we mainly do day to day. Mm, it's beautiful. And when you look around at what's happening at the moment in the world, I think it's so exciting. There's such a different conversation happening around gender equality and women's rights, but also an acknowledgement of the strength of women. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because growing up, I believed that strength came from a very masculine way of doing things. It was a very physical strength, but also a strength of, you know, willpower and nerves of steel and, you know, push your way through and climb that ladder and all of those very strong things that we associated with. And I feel like it's only a tiny, tiny bit, but I feel like we are starting to shift that a little bit to acknowledge that actually we can make a difference in very different ways. We can make a difference from listening and giving our time and nurturing and caring in a different way. And I really love that my daughters are seeing different examples of strength and my son are seeing different examples of strength now. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, there definitely has been a shift over the years and I think there's no sort of stock standard now kind of generic version of what it is to to be a woman I think that as time's gone on we've been given the freedom to be exactly who we want to be and that's I think thanks to a lot of role models that have gone before us and I mean I'm so grateful I think um yeah, as women, we do bring a lot of um, things to the mix. Like um, there, there is that inner strength that we have. And I think 
also that there's a real sense that we can be vulnerable and open as as women so I feel like the rules have been broken um, mm-hmm. which is which is a good thing um, I think in the way of gender equality you know as we know and and we're hearing about you know there's still strides to go to achieve that but I think um, how we go about it just really depends on our personality as as a woman, we each have something unique that we can bring to the table when it comes to making a difference. And we don't have to be try to be something that we're not. Mm, beautifully said. I also love the way that you obviously see the power in gathering women together and telling stories. I think there's an amazing an amazing thing happens when women come together and realise yes, me too, and yes, wow, I'd never thought of that, or yes, I thought I was alone. There's a beautiful connection that we can have, whether it's in a podcast like this or at an event like yours, that we need to do more of. We need to sit together and come together and speak together about what we want our world to look like. Oh, my gosh, there's so much power in storytelling. I think that um, in, in both telling your story but also listening to other people's story at the same time. I think um, you don't feel like you're alone when you hear another person's, another woman's story. Um, It's a triumphant moment when you can hear their story and go, I relate to that. That's my story as well. I don't need to be alone in that. I can can, um, speak my truth. I, I love that beautiful quote um i think it was by maya angelo there's no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you um and the truth and the beauty is we all have a story to tell and i love creating platforms particularly through what we do at she the change that enables women to come together and to feel safe and to feel vulnerable and and be able to share their story because you know as you said it's it's healing to tell stories and you know I encourage uh all women to to speak up and and share their story in whatever way that they can because it's incredible incredibly powerful Mm, I totally agree. Well, let's get practical for a little bit. So tell everybody um, how old your children are. Okay, so my daughter is six and a half and then I have another daughter who is four and my son is 20 months. Wow, we've really got carbon copies of each other's family. You're just a bit (laughs) further behind than I am. Mine are exactly the same but a bit older. So practically speaking, how do you look after yourself and balance the part of you that wants to see the change in this world and wants to help women come together and tell the stories but also on a day-to-day basis look after yourself as a woman as well as your family. You said that, you know, you can, you've got the luxury or the, the, the blessing of working at home, but how do you look after yourself as a woman with all of these demands on you? Oh, gosh. Um, I <laughs> definitely think that I can get better 
uh, at that for sure. I know that after our event in September, I'm just planning on taking a little bit of time off, jumping off social media um, because one of the roles I do with She The Change is, is the social media. So I just, I kind of just want to go offline for a mm-hmm. bit um, for a few months and just let everything settle. Um, someone gave me um, some really good advice once and it was that, you know, balance isn't a place where you live. It's it's a space that you return to. So mm. I think, um, you know, that's been a key message for me because I've been able to allow myself at times um, to let balance go and, you know, some seasons are busier and crazier and, you know, I get more anxious, I get more sleepless, um, but that's just because of the energy that's required to push a certain aspect of the dream forward, um, but I don't live there. So for me it's just coming back to that centre place and it might be just, you know, sitting down and playing with my kids or you know, reading them a book or um, making their meals where I just, I'm, I'm dedicated to them and that process. Um, yeah. But like I said, I, I do think I need to get better at it. Um, and so I think Amy in the break, I'm going to listen up to all of your other <laughs> the other women and and get some tips from them but I just for me it's just acknowledging that I'm human I'm a woman um I'm not going to be perfect at this and just letting myself off the hook a little bit um I love that though Christy I think it's really important that quote that you shared about balance being not a destination but a space that you try and live in I think is a perfect way to describe it I once heard it say that balance is like walking on a tightrope and you have to constantly be rebalancing yourself left right left right to try and come back to center and I really loved that. I'm a very visual person, so I could really see that in my head and thought, yes, sometimes I really do tip way over one side and I nearly fall, but then I recenter myself and get back on the tightrope. And I, and I think that's similar to what you're saying. This isn't about trying to have it all and the perfect balance on a day-to-day basis. Some seasons will be out of balance, but... I think if we've got a foundation of being able to look after ourselves there, then we can always get through it. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I also think that um, it's important for us to acknowledge that just because we have young children and all of these demands on us, I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes I think our, um, our ambitions or our desires to do something big in this world can feel out of balance to this season in our life. Mm. It's almost like, oh, I, I can't have these big dreams right now because there's so much is demanded of me. But actually, when I've looked at it in my own life, if I didn't do this work, if I didn't have this dream, even though it's moving slower than I would like at times, that actually wouldn't be balanced either. Balance includes my work 
and my big dreams. I'm sure you feel the same. This is balance to me. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I need my work and, and, you know, to feel like um, I'm having an impact and, and making a difference in the world through what we do with She The Change because it's a part of who I am and there's so much reward in that. I think and that me happier and healthier and, and more whole as a person because I am fulfilling those dreams and, as you mentioned, at a, at a slower pace, <laughs> it's fulfilling and... Um, and that's important, I think, for me as a parent and as a mother. Um, it makes us better, better mums, doesn't it? Totally. And, and, and my kids get to see that. And, yeah, so in many ways I feel like I've, I've really needed to do this work um, throughout my parenting journey and I'm so grateful for it. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. So what do you think motherhood has taught you about yourself? Oh, gosh. Um, so many <laughs> lessons. Um, I've realised that I'm certainly not as patient <laughs> as what I hoped I would be. Um, yeah, I love that, you know, that we get to teach our children but that they get to teach us as well and I think I'm forever learning from my kids um just yeah like so so many um lessons I think I've learned as well that I'm like stronger than I ever knew that I could be um yeah but definitely patience and strength are probably the two big ones, I would say. Mm. And so when you look at the world that you're wanting to help change, what do you hope that your daughters and your son will will inherit? What are you hoping that they'll be able to have when they grow up? I mean, if I can raise children to be passionate about life and to find their passion and and to live their passion, I think that's where real change is made. Um, it doesn't have to be as as obvious as kind of joining a not for profit or being a politician. Like change doesn't have to necessarily look that big. I think living out your dream and living out your passion. So if I can um, encourage my children to do that, then I feel like I'm winning. But also, if I can teach them to have empathy and compassion and be kind people, the, the type of people who, you know, if they see somebody who is suffering or if they see somebody who is in pain, that they will reach out to that person, then I'll be the happiest mum in the world. Um, I'll feel like I've really, you know, I'll be ticking the box as a mother, if I can raise compassionate children. Mm, I love that. And as always, it starts with us because they learn by looking at what we're doing. So even if we can make small compassionate changes in our own way, then that's how we change the future because they're watching us, aren't they? Oh, my gosh, they so are. I mean, 
I love that where, that quote from Mother Teresa says, you know, if you want to change the world, go and love your family. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing for me is I can go out and I can speak on a stage or I can write a blog or have a really cute-looking Instagram, but, you know, the thing I've got to continually remind myself is that's not where it's at. It's not where it's all at. It's, you know, it is loving, loving your family. Mm, absolutely. I love that message. I, I totally agree with that. And I think without wanting to sound too self-helpy, that includes loving ourselves, accepting mm-hmm. ourselves and being compassionate towards ourselves. Because I also think one of the greatest gifts we can give our children is if we can forgive and love ourselves, then they learn that they could maybe do that for themselves too and maybe not beat themselves up as I know so many of us have done over the years. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. Now the major rally you were speaking about is on the 1st of September. It is. Yeah. The first Saturday of spring and it's at Avoca Beach Picture Theatre on the central coast of New South Wales. It's going to be an amazing day. It will. I'm bringing my girls and dragging a girlfriend and her daughters along too. So we'll have, we'll be in the audience and I can't wait. And thank you for inspiring so many of us and reminding us that there's just little things that we can do to create change in this world. And as mothers, I think it's one of the most amazing opportunities that we have to try and contribute to a better world is the way that we raise our children as well. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. It's been a pleasure having this chat today. Wasn't that great, mamas? Christy Fox is such a gorgeous reminder to all of us that in our own way, we are here to help make a change in this world. As mothers, this is part of our role, is to role model the type of life we want our children to lead. Compassionate, nurturing, active, and making a difference. I hope it's inspired you. I hope it's reminded you of the beautiful opportunity we have as mothers. You can learn all about Christie's Foundation and the rally on the 1st of September by searching for She the Change or going to the show notes for this episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to share it with any other mamas, please send them the link and leave a review so other mamas can find this too. Until next week, Satnam.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.